This is News Talk 980 CKNW. For the vacationing Jill Bennett with you on this lovely looking Sunday morning as the sun begins to rise over Metro Vancouver under clear skies, quite the opposite of yesterday, which was socked in completely. Five degrees at 7.08. The uh, government of Canada has begun talks with the American government about the sole sole source rather purchase of up to 18 Super Hornet jet fighters. This is intended as a stopgap solution to ease pressure on the Air Force's aging fleet of CF-18s, and there's rather a hefty price tag attached to it all. Uh, and of course, this is, uh, in, this is the, a different aircraft from the one preferred by the previous government, the Harper Conservatives. Uh, they were all about the stealth F-35 from Lockheed Martin. Uh, here to talk about the Super Hornet is Boeing's chief test pilot. It's a pleasure to welcome Ricardo Traven to CKNW. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to have you with us. You're in Vancouver for the weekend, or were you just here yesterday, sir? Uh, no, I'm in here for the whole weekend, and uh, uh, I do leave tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, good to have you with us. Uh, before we talk a little bit about the, the aircraft that you're uh, here to tell us about, uh, I mentioned that the current uh, fighter fleet for the Canadian Air Force is the CF-18 Hornet from McDonnell Douglas. So, Ricardo, what's the difference between the McDonnell Douglas Hornet and your aircraft, the Boeing Super Hornet? Okay, well, uh, very briefly, um, during the big mergers in the 90s, um, McDonnell Douglas joined Boeing, and ultimately the company decided on the Boeing name. Um, so the the F-18 being flown today in Canada, which I flew as well as the Canadian uh, Air Force fighter pilot, um, before I uh, left the Canadian military and joined Boeing as a test pilot, um, is made by the same company. Okay. So it's in, in, interchangeable whether you call it the Boeing F-18 or McDonnell Douglas, but now we simply refer to the new ones we're building as Boeing, since Boeing is the uh, uh, the owner of the company. But uh, the Super Hornet is uh, everything that the Hornet is, but basically supersized, right? Okay. Uh, supercharged, supersized. It's a big airplane. It has a lot more fuel. It carries a lot more weapons. It goes a lot farther. Uh, the, the systems are um, uh, greatly updated. And uh, it's basically a, uh, the Navy appropriately named it a Super Hornet because it's a super version of the uh, of the Heritage F-18. Okay, my curiosity is, is just crazy here. Um, you were in the Canadian military as a fighter pilot. Uh, are you a Canadian originally then? Yes, absolutely. I'm from uh, Niagara Falls. Uh, in fact, grew up in Queenston, Ontario, and uh, Niagara Lake is my stomping grounds. And uh, I joined the Canadian military. I went through Canadian Military College in Kingston, RMC, and uh, and then through the, all the Canadian fighter pilot training, um, Saskatchewan and Moose Jaw, and then subsequently uh, Cold Lake was home all right. for, uh, as a fighter pilot. And I've also flown overseas in Europe for Canada uh, before becoming a test pilot. Canadian military has test pilots also. And uh, went through that training and then did an exchange tour with the U.S. Navy uh, in Patuxent River. Um, there was a vacancy that came up as a result of someone you know, Chris Hatfield. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, who was picked for the NASA astronaut program. He was also a test pilot, Canadian test pilot, as you know. And so uh, he and I are sort of uh, contemporaries of the same. He's a little older than I. but uh, So he, he went off to Houston, and I replaced him on a Navy exchange tour uh, doing flight tests before ultimately returning back to Canada, uh, finishing my commitment, and then electing to pursue a career as a test pilot 
hired by Boeing and now uh, came to the lofty level of chief test pilot of the Super Hornet program, which is surprisingly, because we are talking about it, but uh, the, the person leading the team in the United States for the Boeing Company is a Canadian fighter pilot. Well, it's wonderful. It actually is wonderful, and it really is a super bonus uh, from the point of view of uh, getting uh, Canadian taxpayers, particularly, Ricardo, to understand all of this, because we're talking about uh, billions of dollars, of course, per copy. How much is the, uh, is the Super Hornet uh, as it would be equipped for Canadian purposes? Well, that, that, that's in negotiation okay. right now. The airplane is priced in the millions. I do know that I do know this as fact is that we are uh, significantly less expensive than the competition, and in particular, our uh, our hourly cost to operate and own the airplane um, for each hour, or or if you want to look at year in year out, uh, we are significantly less expensive to own own the airplane. That is where a large expense will be paid over the next decade or two. Okay, now the competition being that F thirty five stealth fighter from Lockheed Martin, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, now, what's the, again, we're talking to lay people here in Vancouver. What's the difference and what's the tactical advantage, if any, between the F-35 stealth fighter, that's the one the Harper government wanted to buy, and the F, uh, the uh, Super Hornet that the uh, Trudeau government is intending to buy? Uh, I, I would assume the Super Hornet doesn't have the stealth capability. How critical is that to the success of the aircraft as a fighting machine? Okay, that's a fabulous question, and I'm, I'm <laughs> one of the reasons here I'm in Vancouver because I was talking to the Air Force Association uh, last night about this. Uh, it, it's a fact that the F-18 Super Hornet also has stealth. Um, it's not that we're not stealthy. Stealth, to make you know, it clear to everyone, means that the aircraft is difficult to see by radar. Right. And, and so it's, you know, pretend to be invisible, if you will, but it's difficult to see by radar. There is a certain level of stealth where you become very difficult to be seen on radar, where you can actually uh, call yourself a stealth airplane. Gotcha. Um, they, they've pursued that uh, greatly to the point that they can consider themselves, and they certainly are more stealthy than us. Now, that is only, you know, your ability to hide um, behind radar doesn't really bring you anything <laughs> in terms of capability. It okay. doesn't help. It doesn't help you carry weapons. It doesn't help you go up north. It doesn't help you defend Canada. It doesn't help you defend the, the coastline. It just means that if you're in a very, very high threat area, maybe somewhere in the Middle East, it helps you hide a little more. We have an amazing amount of stealth also built into our plane, and we have other methods that make us also very difficult to see, very difficult to shoot down, very survivable. So stealth is really just an aspect of trying to be survivable. The, the problem with stealth, and what I'm trying to tell taxpayers and everyone, is that it's a perishable advantage. In other words, because some radars today might be difficult to see this airplane, and therefore it's stealthy, those are radars today. Then the environment is changing, technology is rapidly changing, and there are now already radars being out there that can see that airplane just fine. Of course. Yeah, I mean, then that's only a question of time, too, isn't it? Your your technology matches their technology, and that game continues, and we see it on so many different levels. Uh, Ricardo, I'm almost out of time here. If we were to go forward with this order, how quickly could the fleet of 18 of these Super Hornets be whistled up and delivered to the people of Canada? 
That is under negotiation. Uh, you know, the nice thing is that the Super Hornet is operational today. It's a proven airplane. The Navy is currently purchasing them. Australia bought the airplane as well. We're in negotiations with other countries around the world in production and is operational. And so it really comes down to how quickly the, uh, the government wants to have the airplane delivered because we're ready. Okay. We ramp up production and start bringing them up here. The nice thing is the, the day we bring them up here, the pilots can start flying them, and it's operational without any uh, or minimum amount of transition time, and certainly they're already approving technology ready to go. Interesting stuff. Great to speak to you this morning. We appreciate you getting up a little early to do this. It's uh, very helpful, again, from the uh, the taxpayer perspective to understand this super technology that you fly in every day for a living, Ricardo. We appreciate it very much. Well, thank you, and thanks for uh, having me on today. There's Bo- Boeing's chief test pilot, Canadian Ricardo Traven. Uh- Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.